This is a podcast for Christians who are ready to engage their minds, name their shame, and get comfortable with being messy. My name is Grace Clyborne, and I'm a Christian who's been around the block a time or two. I want to open up the door to conversations that we're just not having. I also want to create a safe space where no topic is too big or too small. So let's climb out of our boxes, stare our fear in the face, and discover the true grace of God. Come and embark on your own personal further journey and discover new levels of freedom that none of us knew existed. All right, so today I wanted to share on a topic called You Have a Voice. And this is something that I would want to share with any young person or any person who is trying to make a change in their life um, because I think it's really important for us to be able to pull ourselves away from the echo chamber of millions of opinions and learn how to form our own thoughts, our own opinions. And I did go into a lot of similar concepts in uh, Christians and crop tops, but this is kind of a different thing. I'm going to use the analogy of sculpting a, um, <laughs> a sculpture. Like when you start with a block of marble and you're chiseling away and you're trying to create this form and you're trying to discover what the form is, right? It's like there's that analogy of like there's that block, but you have to discover what's inside the block. And I think so much of life is discovering who we are and who God created us to be. But I think a lot of times we also confuse who we are with who God is in a way where we, of course, we want to be a reflection of who God is, but he also created us to be our own person as well, to be different in some ways. Just like how there is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the three are one, but they are also three distinct people. So it's the same as that, where it's like we are one with God, but we are also our distinct person. And so, yes, we want to go to the Bible to form opinions on certain things, and we want to look like Jesus, right? We want to we want to reflect who God is because he's good, he's perfect, he's just. He holds every quality that we could ever want to reflect in this world, right? So that's why we want to look like God. That's why we want to look like Jesus because because he is kindness, he is love, he is goodness, he is all of those things that we as people and we as a society need and need in order to build a healthy society and build healthy relationships. So of course we want to start we want to start at that that's our starting point, right? But then there are also things about ourselves that we get to discover. So say we start off with a block of marble that's consistent of everything we could ever experience in this life or every opinion we could ever hear. It's all in that block of marble. There are opinions of our culture, of our city, of our friends, our family, our religious leaders, our political leaders. It's all packed within that block of marble, right? And we are chiseling away trying to figure out what is us, what is true of us. And Once we stumble upon a way that feels right to us, it's like we're discovering our chin or we're discovering our knee or we're discovering our head. 
We've just chiseled to the point where that's where we begin, right? Because we have to choose and we have to discover what it is that we think and who it and who we are. So once we start to find that form, we have to trust. We have to trust our instincts and, and know that, okay, actually, this is something that I won't budge on. This is something that, I mean, when I say I won't budge, I don't mean you don't, you're not able to listen to others and still be shaped and formed by trusted people. But you have to find those things that you won't budge on that are integral to who you are and what makes you you. And then you start to you start to use that as a form and you start to discover what it feels like to discover you. Because of course there is God that's mixed up in that marble, right? There's still God, there's still culture, there's still family, there's still friends, but you're discovering who you are in all of that and actually beyond all of that. It transcends all of that because what we discover in ourselves is beyond what we can form with our words, right? It's beyond what we can express as an opinion or as a political opinion or as a religious opinion. What we discover about ourselves is spirit because we are not just a collection of opinions. <laughs> We're more than that. We're so much more than that. I really enjoy this quote by Carl Jung where he says, people don't have ideas, ideas have people. And I just think that illustrates something really important where we are born and ideas are put on us, right? And we're told what to think, we're told what to believe. Those ideas preceded us. So we are not them. We are not those things. We are something bigger and deeper and greater than a formulation of opinions from people before us. When we start to discover who we are and we start to hit those things in us where we're like, ooh, that actually feels so much deeper and so much more true. And we might start to translate those things into political ideas or into religious ideas. But I think it's important that we don't try to extrapolate those interpretations of the discovery of our own selves, I think it's important that we don't extrapolate that too far away because we still have to be connected to the mystery that's in us. And as soon as we experience something that feels so true, so right, and then we pull that out and we create a political ideal, um, I think that's when we actually start to detach from ourselves. And I hope this is making sense. If you could see me, I'm using my hands. <laughs> Maybe I'll have to record the next one so you can like see what I actually mean and what I'm demonstrating. But when we read beautiful things, when we read religious text, when we read something so deep and beautiful and so something that really transcends current events, we discover something. We discover something and we start to learn that we are beyond those things. We are more than those things. And so going back to the main little line of this podcast, which is you have a voice, when you start to look beyond current events, when you start to look beyond politics, you start to look beyond 
gossip or trying to please the opinions of man, even if that man or woman is a religious figure, we have to start turning in and creating and chiseling who we are. And the more that we dive into the fact that we are not we that we are more than just like what I was saying before, like like political beliefs, religious beliefs, um, we're more than our culture, we're more than those things. When we start to really dive into those things, we start to chisel who we are, who we are truly. And you know, I was thinking about how, you know, just the illustration of chiseling in a block of marble and figuring out who we are and kind of coming to a form of a person. I was thinking about how, you know, when we're in our 20s and 30s and 40s or whatever, we're we're at our tallest, we're at our biggest, right? But as we get older, we get a little bit smaller. And I was thinking about, you know, chiseling our lives throughout our life, chiseling who we are throughout our lives and how a lot more gets chiseled off, a lot more opinions get chiseled off, a lot more um, haughty ideals get chiseled off, a lot more people-pleasing gets chiseled off, and we get smaller. Because when we're puffed up with opinion, when we're puffed up with trying to be something for someone else that was imposed on us, we're not really ourselves. We still have a little ways to go. So whenever you feel yourself needing to define who you are or needing to prove yourself to a certain person or community or organization, just know that that's okay. We all do that, but know that that's not actually who you are because you're more than that and you are beyond that and who God created you to be is so much more expansive and you're actually really limiting yourself when you are trying to please those people and I think maybe that's what it comes down to or it could come down to stability it could come down to the fact that if you don't adopt these ideals you're not going to be comfortable in your environment and that's very real. So I I think it's really like a lifelong process. And I think that's maybe why like older people really don't care what people think because they've kind of come to the point where they've gone through the motions of being a part of something grandiose and just realizing that, you know, they were really just serving someone else's vision, which isn't always bad. You just have to know that it's right for you. But I think at a certain point, like, Older people come to a point where they don't care what people think anymore because they know who they are. They've chiseled down those things enough to know that the opinions of others don't need to be their opinions and that that's a beautiful thing and that we're all diverse from each other and that when we come down to it, I think we actually have more in common than we don't, but we also we also are separate individual people, just like how I was saying before with the analogy of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. They are three but one, but they are still distinct people from one another. They have characteristics that are different than others. And we're like that too. We're like that with God because we want to be a reflection of him, but we're also like that with people. That when you come down to it, we're really more alike than we are not. But at the same time, we do have things that do distinguish us as our own individual people. So if you are someone who is young and who is really excited about life and you're just trying to figure out where you where you fit, I encourage you that every time you 
you encounter something that's inspiring or you encounter something that you you want to rise to a certain occasion, I encourage you to go home and to think about where this really sits in you and whether this is something that is important to you or whether this is something that you are trying to um, prove yourself to another person or organization. And the the fact is that we have to be connected to organizations and to institutions and all of those things, but you can still maintain who you are and not become um, just a print, a print off of someone else. Okay, I'll give you an example. I think this is a pretty good example because as I'm talking about this, I'm thinking about this in my head, how when I was at ministry school, I went to Life Pacific University and uh, when I went, the reason why I went is because I didn't know what I wanted to do, but all I knew is that I just wanted to study the Bible because I knew it was something that would benefit me for the rest of my life. So I went, and then as I was there, I was thinking, oh, well, I should go into ministry. Like, that makes the most sense. So I would, you know, listen to our professors and watch the way that my classmates would think and talk and all that stuff. And I tried to see myself that way, but it just, I don't know, like it just didn't really sit. And now I know why, because I'm built different and because there's something in me that has a really hard time with just, I don't know, like just being a copy of another person. Um, I think that's maybe that's just something in me, maybe because... My family moved around a lot, so I had to do a lot of adjusting, and I started I, – you can kind of – when you do those types of things and you move around a lot and you do a lot of adjusting, you start to walk into um, schools, churches, clubs, and you can, like, you can, like, pinpoint in a moment that there is an atmosphere that everyone is trying to line up to. But it's not a universal atmosphere. It doesn't apply across the board to the world. It's just their little microcosm. And for some reason, those little microcosms make me feel really uncomfortable because I know that that microcosm isn't real. <laughs> I know that it's not real. It's just a, it's just an environment and it's an ecosystem that was built off of people-pleasing. So say like a high school club or something like that. You walk into it, it has a certain atmosphere, but that is a little ecosystem of trying to, you know, please a leader or please a student leader or um, please colleges or whatever. It it really doesn't apply to you. If that makes I hope that makes sense. Okay, so just going back to my story of being at LPU. I started to think about how what it would look like for me to work in full-time ministry because I know that I love the Lord so much and it's so deeply ingrained in me to be to to love him and to share him and to know him more every single day of my life. That is like so 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 deeply in me and I'm so thankful for that. And there was also a part of me that was like, oh, I'm really good with people. I'm really good at talking with people, praying with people. Um, I really like public speaking, all that kind of stuff. But as the process came on to um, like actually get certified as a minister, I'm forgetting the word for it now. It's just been a while. Um, I started to realize that it's actually, that's actually not for me. 
And that was kind of scary because I was like, oh my gosh, I just went to ministry school for all this time and all of these people seem like they're able to just jump right into full-time ministry and be pastors and be youth pastors and full-on, like, fully go in and, like, jump right into that role. And I started to realize that that's not for me. And um, I just ended up going off on my own path. And it's interesting because sometimes I look back and I'm like, I can be really hard on myself and be like, oh, Grace, you know, you just, like, didn't want to fit the mold, blah, blah, blah. But actually, I don't think that's it. I think it's just that God had a different path for me. And I'm very, very thankful for it now. So again, if you're someone who's young or you are someone who is trying to shift your path, something that I, an exercise that I would really like to give you is to start to examine your own worldview, your own mindset, your own opinions. What are opinions that you feel adamantly strong about and start to question them not to break them down but just so that you can start to become a little bit more flexible because when we're set in our ways so strongly like we don't know how to chisel anymore like we're stuck we're a half half formed person we still have giant chunks of marble sitting you know (laughs) off of our shoulder or whatever so I think it's really good that even if those opinions are something that you really do they do go down to the core but if you're adamant about it if it creates like a visceral reaction I would say just go back and start to journal over why you feel that way where did that come from Um, I also would really encourage you to start to evaluate the way that you view other people or possibly judge other people and because when we do things like that, it's usually a reflection of our own insecurity. It makes us uncomfortable because we're not comfortable with that part in ourselves. So um, if someone, let me try and think of an example. Okay, I'll use the example of crop tops because why not? So say you're at church and there's someone that walks in wearing a crop top. And this is something that you personally don't find to be appropriate at church. Um, And you look at them and you physically start to feel tight in your tummy. You don't know how to interact with them. You, um, You start to categorize them or compartmentalize a little bit. And when you interact with them, you aren't really being your full self, um, all of those things. And you just start to kind of like, you know, you're just judging them a little bit. Okay, so what that is, let me explain a little bit. What that is, is you have a part of you that is not yet developed or has the development has been stunted out of fear. So there is, um, I'm trying to think of a way to... um, to demonstrate this. Okay, so what that does is it brings up insecurities in you where we don't feel accepted in those areas. We don't feel free to do those things. And we have formed opinions and projections and judgments over those things because of the way that we've been treated in the past or because of the way that we've heard other people be been talked about in those ways. And the truth is that We should feel secure in ourselves no matter what is going on around us, no matter what someone's wearing, 
what someone's saying. Um, we tend to tie those to ourselves a lot and tie our associations to certain people to say something about ourselves, but really it has nothing to do with who you are. And so your job is to encounter every person and love every person fully 100% in that moment, no matter who they are and no matter what it looks like for you, you know, for you to be talking to a certain person. That's just the reality. So I think it's important for you to start being really mindful and just practicing um, paying attention to where your opinions are coming from, where your Uh, judgments are coming from, where um, your political beliefs, where your religious beliefs are coming from, everything. I want you to question everything because we really need to get down to the bottom of why we're thinking what we're thinking. And if we're thinking things just because of it's what we've been told, but we haven't really thought about it for ourselves, we're really just kind of like floating in life and we're not walking with our own feet. We're kind of like in someone's wake, but we don't know how to be our own boat, if that makes sense. So it's not that every one of those opinions is wrong. It's just that we need to discover why we think, why we believe those things. And we also need to understand that we are not just those opinions. We are not just our political beliefs, that we are so much more. You know, we are spiritual people and it goes beyond, it transcends every single type of opinion of man and we have to get past those things and we really have to discover um we really really have to discover how deep we are and how beautiful we are and how transcendent we are in those ways so yeah I think that that's my um little message to you that's my call to you is to um keep chiseling away Keep chiseling away and keep paying attention to those moments where you feel profoundly seen or you feel profoundly discovered. You know, when something hits you, when you've been pondering something, when you're reading something, when you're praying, when you're in meditation, when you're doing all those things and there's something that hits you that feels profoundly true, that right there, that right there just might be you discovering yourself in that block of marble. So I hope these analogies made sense. Um, Please email me or um, message me on Instagram if this spoke to you or if you have questions. I'd love to hear your feedback. Um, But yeah, I I hope you guys have an incredible day and I hope that you just continue to see beyond your walls to see beyond your opinions to see beyond the opinions of others start to see people as fully truly loved no matter what's coming out of their mouth no matter what they're wearing on their body no matter what's happening around you it's a it's a daily exercise for me and I think it should be a daily exercise for everybody um so yeah just know that you are so loved no matter what your opinions are, no matter what your political beliefs, your religious beliefs. I don't really, I don't really care. Um, I think that's a, you know, there's a whole theological discussion that can be, ha- that can happen as well, which I would love to do at some point. But at this moment of time, I just want you to know that no matter what, you are so, 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 so deeply and fully loved, no matter what you think no matter what you feel no matter what you look like no matter what you look like to the outside no matter what other people think of you you need to start to discover who you are 
so that you can begin to see the value that's in you too, okay? So see beyond your walls, see beyond other people's walls, and love each other well. All right, have a really great day wherever you are, and I'll speak to you soon. Mm -hmm.